Are you ready for a touch of Costa Rica? Join me for a life-changing adventure in the land of Pura Vida. See a friendly face holding a sign with your name on it. Hop in the van and journey through a continuous scene of palm trees, farmland, sugarcane fields, colorful homes, and Brahmin cows to arrive at the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samara Beach. Feel the excitement of what's to come at this wellspring of holistic health education, self-discovery, and community. Now, it's time to hear the story of one who has come before you. Welcome to A Touch of Costa Rica, a Costa Rican wellness travel podcast presented to you by the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy in Samurai Beach, Costa Rica. You can learn more about their transformative offerings by clicking the link in this episode's bio. I'm Kiana Martin, your host and travel guide on this brief yet powerful trip to introduce you to the people, places, and priceless takeaways that are waiting for you. Today, I'm pleased to introduce you to Tess McGrath, Executive Director of Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy and Yoga. She's based in Samara, Costa Rica. Tess, when was your first encounter with holistic health and what inspired it? So I was a um, competitive lacrosse player in college and um, our team coordinated to have yoga classes provided for us. Um, And I remember going to my first yoga class, not sure what to expect. And I left that class just feeling this sense of stillness and peace in my mind, um, which I just wasn't expecting. And um, that stillness is something that I really had been seeking. And, um, you know, my mind tends to go a mile a minute. So it was really nice to find this peace. And um, throughout college, I didn't have much time to seek out yoga. Um, But once I graduated, I really made an effort to seek it out. And I became part of a yoga community. Um, I started attending many classes a week. And um, it just became part of my self-care, my self-discovery. And I really, I really connected with myself and, and honestly was like a higher, a higher power of some sort. So how did this experience play a role in you joining the holistic health community and eventually serving as the executive director of CRSMT? Well, as I mentioned, this yoga class started me on this journey of wellness. Um, and I knew that I was seeking stillness and peace in whichever ways that I could. Um, and knowing that CRSMT had a mission to give tools to people to help others, um, I just felt like this was connecting me on the right path. Um, I had this sense of intuition that this would provide me with a purposeful and healthful place to connect with my passion and build on that passion and grow in that path um, and really build a career that was meaningful to me. The last couple of years have been an unprecedented time in the world, and you've been able to successfully lead the Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy through this period. What are some takeaways that you learned from navigating these uncertain times that our listeners can incorporate when navigating the uncertainties in their own business? Yeah, so it's been quite a roller coaster. Um, I would say the biggest takeaway from managing this pandemic has been to take it one day at a time. Um, Throughout the pandemic, we never knew what was coming, 
We dealt with all kinds of things like travel restrictions, health requirements in two different countries, um, protocols both that were coming from health departments and governments and also protocols that we were creating. So we had to work with whatever information we had in the moment. Um, and when we tried to think too far ahead, um, you know, it gets overwhelming and it becomes unproductive. So throughout this experience, we really had to just take the information we had, make the decisions for that day and know that we would repeat the same the next day. So one day at a time really was what we did. Um, and I also just, I already knew this, but I learned even more so how amazing my team members are at CRSMT. Um, they are so supportive and so dedicated. And um, I was just so blessed to be navigating this challenging time with them by my side. So, In addition to your educational accolades in accounting, finance, and nonprofit management, you successfully completed the massage program at CRSMT. So I have a few rapid fire questions for you. A, what was your favorite part of the curriculum and why? I'd have to say my favorite part of the curriculum is the craniosacral course. Um, it's a modality that uses the lightest of touch. Um, it's taught that the weight of a nickel is the amount of pressure you want to give. Um, but it has the deepest, most profound effects. I, I experienced it as a recipient of the work and also as the practitioner um, and throughout the course, you study deep manual tissue manipulation, um, getting into the fascia and the deep muscles. And then this kind of bookends the whole experience because you learn this touch that is so powerful, but so light. Um, and you're really able to connect on a deeper level. Um, and it was just so inspiring to me to learn this modality and the connection you can get with your client and you can listen to the body in a different way. So learning this modality really helped me to, it completely changed how, how I give a, a massage because the way that you can listen to tissue and listen to the body and connect. So I really enjoyed that. B, how did the program challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone? So to be totally honest, um, I, I went into this program having already worked for the massage school for five years and had lived in the community for five years. So a lot of the struggles that students have when they first come and the ways that they're stepping outside of their comfort zone, I was quite comfortable because I had already been living here. I worked for the school, so I knew the what the students would expect to go through and what the course offered. Um, but something that I didn't expect was um, I was not comfortable touching bodies because I have always worked in a technical office, financial type of background. Um, and I remember the first day of body work, I didn't expect it. And it was time to touch a body. And I just thought, wow, this is, this is a lot. Like this is someone else's body and they're giving me permission to handle it and touch it and move it and manipulate it. And um, it just kind of hit me and it was, it was actually quite profound and, and I got really comfortable with it. Um, but it took me a minute to adjust to that. Wow. That's amazing. In what way did your massage program experience color your perspective when it came to overseeing this world-class experience at CRSMT? Well, after I did the program, I mean, everything changed about how I did my job. I could truly understand the transformative 
process that the students go through. Um, I knew from the outside before doing it, the steps and what they did and the courses that they took. Um, but I didn't fully understand the vulnerability and what you have to put in with your heart and soul to get through this course. Um, so now that I, I understand that I can really empathize with what the students are going through. I can make decisions based on having that experience and having lived that experience. English author John Don once said, no man is an island entirely of itself. During my first visit to CRSMT, one of my first memorable experiences was the amazing breakfast spread during the first day of orientation for the 2022 RANA class. And I remember you mentioned that a local restaurant catered the buffet. Although CRSMT seems to be tucked away as an educational oasis, the school is a valuable contributor to the community. Can you talk a bit about some of those relationships and how you intentionally go about creating opportunities for local vendors? Sure, yeah, we, we just love our community so much. Um, they've welcomed this school with open arms for so many years. Um, so in every way possible, we try to support local businesses and source products and materials locally. Um, first and foremost, like you mentioned, all of our campus meals that we provide um, are provided by a chef named Davey. Um, he's actually a childhood friend of my husband's and a good friend of our family's. And um, he's the chef at a beloved local soda called La Perla. Um, so he comes in and just does this amazing job cooking local food for our students. And it's always such a big hit. Um, and we also, we try to host, well, we always host graduation at a locally owned restaurant. So um, for many years, we hosted it at a restaurant called Tabanuco. Um, and now we host at an, a restaurant called El Ancla. Both restaurants have just been so wonderful. They've become like family to the school because we've worked with them so many times over. Um, so it's just a lot of fun. Um, when we host retreats or we provide any type of excursions or activities for the students, we always use um, local tour providers local surf schools, things like that. We have lots of friends in the community and lots of personal connection. Um, it's a really small town, so it's really cool because a lot of the business owners and locals that we work with are, are actually friends. So I can't really express how much I love the Samra community. Um, I mean, it welcomed me with open arms 10 years ago, and I like to just keep my arms open and embrace and support everyone as much as I can. That's absolutely wonderful. This segment of our conversation is the perfect segue to a question that I have for our listeners. Are you looking to start or enhance your holistic health journey in a Costa Rican tropical oasis? Click the link in the podcast bio to secure your space in CRSMT's upcoming fall massage program and continuing education offerings. Make this your moment to leave your mark in the Samurai Beach sand. By the way, you don't have to wait until you arrive in Samurai Beach to make an impact. Inspire others by sharing this episode and leaving a five-star review. Now back to my conversation with Tess McGrath, Executive Director of Costa Rica School of Massage Therapy and Yoga. A couple of episodes ago, our listeners had the pleasure of learning about the life-changing work of CRSMT neighbor, Asociación Creer. How did you initially learn of the organization? Um, so I was doing my master's work in nonprofit management, as, and part of our program, we had to do internships with nonprofits. Um, 
I had done my first segment with a nonprofit organization in Kenya um, doing microfinancing. And I knew for my second internship, I wanted to do something in the education realm um, and something where I could work with the youth of a community. Um, so those were the two things I was seeking. And I found CREAR and the internship position on idealist.org. Um, and I had a Skype interview with Andrea and Johanna. And um, we just connected right away. And it felt like such a good fit. And I knew I knew it was going to be a good place um, to do my internship. And uh, yeah, when I got here, we hit the ground running. And um, I would ride my bike over to El Torito every, every day, giving classes. Um, we worked together and we built this um, sustainable income project for them so that we connected the organization with travel groups that would come and do volunteer projects abroad. So CREAR was able to generate an income through providing volunteer opportunities for traveling, usually teens and college students. Um, so that was really, really a cool project to do with them. And my favorite thing was that um, we set up a female empowerment group for young teens and girls. Um, it was called Las Divinas. And um, we had a group of teenagers and we did all sorts of female empowerment projects. And um, yeah, it was really, really a great experience. When Executive Director Andrea Keith was on the podcast recently, she shared best practices for volunteers who want to engage in experiences with local nonprofit organizations abroad. Can you offer a best practice or two for people who want to become board members for nonprofits that are based outside of their home countries? Yeah, I would say if possible, the best way to get involved would be to get in and do the work on the ground. Um, really understanding the community that a nonprofit is serving and understanding the needs of that community um, are really important aspects of serving on the board and also understanding the ins and outs and daily activities of that organization. That will really give you a leg up if you can really get in there and do the work first and foremost. Um, secondly, if you're unable to get in and do the work in that way, um, some things that nonprofits are looking for in board members are specific skill sets. So it could be something like legal, financial, education, um, anything that they may need um, advice or support in. If you have a specific skill set, that can really be highlighted and, and be very helpful. I know that you love the outdoors. So what is your favorite hiking trail in or around Samra? Well, my favorite trail would have to be the Izquierda hike. Um, it's this beautiful jungle trail with a lot of ocean overlooks, and um, it's so peaceful and wonderful. There's even a set of stairs that goes down to the beach, um, and it's right here in Samara, so it's easily accessible, and, and it's so peaceful. Can you tell us one or two off-the-beaten-path places that you like to take guests when they come for a visit? Yeah, Um Let's see, these are both things that are close to Samara, so it's not necessarily like traveling far, um, but there's the Belen Waterfalls, which are about 20 minutes from Samara, and um, it's just this beautiful waterfall, and there's pools that you can sit in, and in the rainy season, the water is flowing rapidly, and in the dry season, it's just kind of a trickle, but um, you can walk around it, and at the bottom, you can get in the pools and swim, and it's just... Um, 
a tranquil, peaceful place in nature that I, I really love. Um, another one that's really off the beaten path is El Roble. And it's a couple beaches south, um, and it has a series of tide pools and waterfalls and just a bunch of rock cliffs, and you can see a lot of fish and wildlife. And again, I keep saying this, but all of Costa Rica is so peaceful, and the nature, you can really just connect and, and get that stillness of the mind. So, In closing, if you could sum up your samurai journey in one word, what would it be and why? One word. Um, I think I'd have to come back to the word stillness. Um, I know I keep coming back to that word, but it really started at the beginning of my yoga and wellness journey back in college. And, and I just have been seeking it ever since. Um, and when I came to Samra and just sat in this awe-inspiring place, I felt that stillness. Um, and it's going to sound crazy, but the moment I got off the bus and walked down Main Street to Samra Beach, I just knew I was going to be here for a long time. Don't get me wrong. It's not beaches and butterflies every moment of every day, but it's truly a magical place. It's full of nature, incredible people, and this, this universal sense of living life. And I guess that's, that's why they say Pura Vida. Before we leave the sands of Samurai Beach behind, I want you to imagine one more sun rising up over the crystal blue waters of the Pacific Ocean. Let it serve as your invitation to click the link in this episode's bio to join us for one of Costa Rica School of Massage Therapies, upcoming massage programs, retreats, or continuing education offerings. We can't wait to meet you.